I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have a question for you real quick before we go on to your next uh, topic that you've got written down. Yeah. When you see exclusive in a, in a newspaper article. This is an exclusive. You would think big news, oh, right? Yeah. Big news, Jerry. <laughs> Scrolling through the dark post. Yeah. Red, white letters in the red box. Exclusive. exclusive. This is the, these are the next five words. Exclusive. Martha Stewart doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> Come on. This is an exclusive. You, If you report this, you better credit the New York Post. I just did. Oh, my. Isn't she like 80? She's Who 80, cares yeah. Here's what she wears. Oh, she doesn't wear underpants, Jerry. Oh, that she, my God. Uh, you better know that for damn sure. Wow. You go commando a lot? No. I feel it seems very raw. I wear, I'm a big jeans guy. I couldn't put. Have jeans rubbing up against my area with no <laughs> underpants? Come on, Jerry. That'd be, that'd be all chafed up. I kind of had an idea. The answer was no. Scraped and chafed. Exclusive. Al Dukes wears underwear. <laughs> no one cares. I think women are the ones that are not wearing underwear, which I don't understand because they got sensitive Stuff areas. going on down there. Yeah, there's a lot going on down there sometimes. You know what's become very popular is this all-body deodorant products. What is this? Well, you've seen like Lumi and Mando... With a little uh, little bit of the, <laughs> of the cream, and you rub it on, it takes away the stink. Okay. So there was one last night during, I forget what I was watching, but on TV last night, where it's a spray now, and it's, <laughs> it's, it says it's good for your friend. It was a woman. Mm-hmm. It says this is good for every part of you, from your pits to your, and then they bleep it out as she opens her pants and sprays down. Oh, my goodness, Jerry. We've lost all This was dignity. on a family channel, right. too. This is what I, we were falling apart over here. From your pitch to your bleep. <laughs> and graphic. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Man. Mm. Hey, what do you make of this, uh, Jerry? <laughs> You're a college basketball guy, Jerry. You do Rutgers University. To some extent, yes. Yep. Uh, this uh, storming of the court after games. I saw it. I I saw this headline this morning. I yeah. did not have a chance to get to it yet or see the video. Oh, it's a wild so video, know. Jerry. It's uh, a, a dude from Duke, Kyle Filipowski. He was injured Saturday night uh, when Wake Forest beat them and the fans stormed the court. He got right. plowed over. Which is something that unfortunately does happen. It happened when there was a – well, it wasn't a storming of the court. I mentioned Caitlin Clark again. She got run into by a fan who ran onto the court right. about a month ago. She was okay, but um, obviously a scary situation. This is something we've talked about this. 
Like, there's got to be, you want to let the students on the court, that's fine. You got to do a better job of holding them back, though, until the other team gets the hell out of the way. Then let them celebrate. Because You're not it supposed can be to go freaky. on the court. Yeah, but they you know do it I mean? all the time. I know, but we got to stop that. I can't just go run on the NFL field after uh, the Jets win a game. You know what I mean? You can't, but Eddie, do they storm the football field if you beat a top team? Yes. In college? Yeah, I, like it, it is a thing. It's got to be a big upset. Like It's not just a random, you know, you win a random game on a Saturday. You're not storming the court. There was a funny video last week. I think, I don't know if Awful Announcing had it. I forget, but one of them had it where a team had lost like 40-something games in a row. And when the game went final, a guy ran onto the court and he started jumping up and down and no one followed him. <laughs> a one-man storming. <laughs> it was a one-man storm. Hmm. In that case, no one got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, these things are – remember when Rutgers beat Illinois with that um, that buzzer beater from Ron Harper a couple of years ago? The, um, the Rutgers fans stormed the court when they beat Seton Hall years back. They ran. It is a cool thing. But you just got to make sure no one gets hurt. Yeah, like, but what do you do when you run? You jump out of your seat. You run onto the court and do what? You jump up and down in elation. Okay. And you scream and yell. And now everybody's got their phones out taking videos. Hey, look at me. Now, you've been around some big cowboy games, Jerry, sure. when you were a fan. Would you have that urge to go run no. onto the field? No. Celebrate? No. Matter of fact, I was at, I was a kid. I was probably, what was the last year of the Jets at Shea? They Played the Steelers, I believe, was the final game at Chase Stadium, which I was at. I think it was 83. Okay, so I, that's about right. I was going to say I was uh, around eight years old. So I was nine. Um, and they did go onto the field, and they tore it up. We did not. We watched We watched it, and I remember someone came up to the crowd and gave me a big chunk of grass. <laughs> Here's some Shea Stadium. Which I did take home. home. I did take home, and I tried to plant it in the backyard, but... That would oh, be yeah, great, Jerry. Imagine if you planted it in an actual baseball field well, this, or football. Yeah. That would be wild. That would be a like cool movie. My own field of dreams. Yeah. That would have been Like neat. as a little kid, you get this thing, you plot a land, and you put it in your backyard, and it slowly grows into a... And six months later, there's a football field. With the baseball diamond That would it. be That would be neat. That would Which be was always wild. a cool look, by the way. Yeah. I always liked that, like in September, mm-hmm. when you would be watching the NFL on CBS, or I guess it would have been NBC back in the day. And they go to the Oakland Alameda Coliseum, or yeah. Ale- wherever, and you have the the bases and the infield. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I loved. I loved playing neat. football on a baseball field. Not anymore, but that was neat back in the day. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I saw something where I I first thought of CeeLo, and I thought, whoa, this could be a place where CeeLo could get a full-time gig. Finally, another radio station. In New York? No, unfortunately, it's in Detroit. Oh. Well, and then I realized it is going to be black sports radio only. Rob Parker is starting this. He's a guy who's been in Detroit media a long time. He did sports radio in Detroit 100 years ago. Okay. He's taking a radio station, 1270, mm-hmm. which is practically off the AM dial. I mean, 1270, did you even know that was a... 
Yeah, because I think it goes all the way seventeen ten. Oh yeah, because remember we worked at fifteen thirty WJDM in Elizabeth, New Jersey. I do remember. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. he's starting a all black sports radio station, which I wasn't sure that's legal. Evidently, it is. You could just do an all black radio station. So CeeLo can't go work there. Uh, probably not, nor would he move to Detroit anytime soon. That'd probably be the uh, other. That little detail, too. Impediment to his Yeah, I don't movie. think he's going anywhere. He's kind of locked into the Jersey Shore right now. He is? He's got a better chance to go work with Chernoff again. <laughs> Spinning records? <laughs> well, Chernoff does sports. Oh, that's true. During the week. He does sports. Let's get CeeLo in there. So Rob Parker wants to take this nationwide, he said. Okay. What about this? WFAN AM. Yeah. Let's do something Yo, with that, Jerry. we got Jerry. 660 sitting there. Why the hell not? If Ooh. that's what he does and he simulcasts it and it becomes like a syndicated that's radio. That's what he wants to do. He wants to do, uh, well, not syndicated. He wants to do like, because he wants to do Detroit only, you know, mm-hmm. like Detroit sports. So here that wouldn't work. You'd need to do oh, the so New York I version. Got, so I got it. So an, an all-black New York sports station, you're saying, not necessarily Correct. have his station Spread out all over the country. No, That's what I thought his, you meant. To be his idea, and then he goes to these uh, stations and goes, what about this? Great. So get a meeting. I was thinking of starting a non-sports sports station. Well, well we already do that most of the day now. Which is a apparently. sports state. You call yourselves a sports station. Yeah, no, I'm aware. But you don't do sports. Yeah, no, I'm I'm aware. I heard a great phrase this uh, on Friday. Sports adjacent. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Like, mm-hmm. We could be sports adjacent, Jerry. That's what we do. We're not sports, but we're adjacent to sports. You hate sports. False. Je- that's not false. I'm watching a Patriots documentary, Jerry. Uh, Who loves no, no, more no. Than me? That's that's a that's like a movie. That's not watching it is a movie. A sitting down and watching a game. G has been very open and honest about not really wanting to watch sports anymore. So he's sports adjacent as well. Yeah, I would say so. I think really Boomer is a huge Ranger fan. He's sports. He is. And Boomer is. Huge NFL, the Knicks, the Rangers. I think I fall into that category. Eddie's somewhere in between. Sal and BT, sports. Big time sports guys. Not sports adjacent. No, no. They they're here to do sports talk. Absolutely. On a sports station. I might take over WFAN and call it WFAN sports adjacent. I gotta be honest with you. I'm I'm one of the first people that was on your side and said you should, and this is going back a few years now, not just now because of Spike leaving, where I really think you could have been and maybe should have been program director. The other part of me is thankful that you're not. Yeah. No, it'd be terrible. Because I'd have to leave. I'd be like, we're going to go into a more sports adjacent type of situation yes. I'm here. I'm going to go into my car and start building a resume. I've got to get the hell out of here. Jerry, you have to talk about <laughs> streaming services. <and laughs> not interested. Sorry. <laughs> Like, I couldn't work for you. Oh, no, it'd be terrible. I, but I also think me. you know radio so well, you'd be good at it. I just don't agree with your thoughts on a sports station. Yeah, people would not. Now, guy talk, tremendous. Oh, I'd be good at I that. I think you'd Jerry. be very good at programming a guy talk station. Yeah. I do. Here's the problem. No talent out there. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even fill one radio station. <laughs> That's right. That was tried and failed. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, it was successful for a while. But it think was. how long ago that was. There, it was a very everyone's long, moved on. Right. How long were the wow stickers? I see Volpe and Anthony around anywhere. You're right. <laughs> guys, Get those two talking again. Guys, hello. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. 
We'll get you to Boomer and Geo, and then we've got a very, 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 a very busy Monday program for you. Right now, an Odyssey Sports Minute brought to you by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone with Miss Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, a couple more minutes. Boomer and Geo standing by on a busy Monday. What else, Al? I had to uh, fix a couple things, Jerry. Uh, a fellow let me know that uh, Detroit Mercy were 0-26 when one guy stormed 0 and the 20, court. I said 40, so 0-26. 0-26. Okay. And then another fellow told me that Taz didn't use Super Bon Bon as his intro. A wrestler, Jerry, by the name of... Amish Roadkill did. How the hell did you confuse Amish Roadkill with Taz? <laughs> well, they wrestled in the same uh, ECW at that time. Oh, uh, okay. Taz used War Machine by Kiss. Okay. Taz didn't seem like a Kiss guy to me, but whatevs did Jerry. I didn't know who Taz was before he was here. Oh, he was But I wasn't badass. into wrestling, so. Yeah. Oh, I was, Jerry. He was I know a you were. And it, what, ECW, you said? ECW. That was yeah. extreme championship wrestling. That's where they were, like, smack each other with trash can lids and thumbtacks. All like, I knew was WWF in the 80s. That's all oh, I knew. Oh, that was the best. Jerry. Was Jerry, it. you knew the best then. Yeah, I guess. You didn't need to know anything more. You But the were resurgence there. with, like, The Rock. Yeah. Isn't, can you make the case that's that was most huge. popular? It probably was. Yeah. Probably was at its most popular. Uh, by the way, uh, do you remember this former MLB writer, reporter, Jerry? She was in the business for 13 years, it says. Her name was Jen Royal. Yes, I do remember the name. You do remember I her. I do, yes. Well, was she with the Red Sox for a while? Yes. Yeah. She's now a restaurateur. Mm, and yeah. she... <laughs> she um, this is she, interesting. She went all in the DMs of somebody who canceled a uh, reservation on her. Mm-hmm. The guy's excuse was that he was in the hospital and couldn't make the reservation, so he 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 canceled, and they they hit him with a two hundred fifty dollars cancellation fee. A little bit excessive, by the way. And then she just lit into him on DMs about yeah. how she how he's screwing the restaurant business. It was crazy. He, and now she's gonna sue him. <laughs> I mean, if you have a chance to go look at these uh, screen grabs on Twitter, no, I saw because I love a good restaurant battle. You know, I like the battle, mm-hmm. Jerry. You know, I like a good restaurant battle. Yeah. So she went all in, though, man. She's like, not I, letting go either. I understand the idea of canceling within a few hours of a reservation yeah. and having it, especially if you agree to a cancellation fee. But when I read that it was $250. That's pricey. Are you nuts? You want to charge 30 bucks? Fine. 250 Like, who makes that decision? Yeah, I've seen there's a couple restaurants by me that when I go to make a reservation, it goes, if you cancel, it's going to be $50. Even that's a little much. Very but at aggressive. least $50 isn't $250. Correct. I, I, yeah, I don't. I, they're they're both wrong in this case. Yeah. But, I mean, Jesus, what is she doing? And then to sit there and say, I tried to handle this privately and you took it. You still typed it. Like, Not only that, it was like oh. a lot of time had gone by. Like, he canceled the reservation. Right, let it go. And then like two weeks later, she was like, it was itching at her. You know what I mean? Oh, I've had God. that too. I'd be like, you know, I was really disappointed in that salmon. I'm no, no, write, no. I'm aware. I'm going to write that restaurant. Except it doesn't take you two weeks. It usually takes you a few hours. Man, I wrote to a... Oh, here we, God, here we go. <laughs> I wrote to a restaurant last week. I got a I got a steak, which I felt was mm. a little little mm-hmm. thinner than it should have been. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm not gonna take this to social media, Jerry. I'm not gonna write up a Google review. I'm gonna go right to the contact page and mm-hmm. no response. Good. <laughs> but you know why? <laughs> because they probably wanted to do to you what Jen Royal did to them. I got no response. Then I said to Gina, I go, hey, did you take a picture of that steak from the other night? Oh, come on, man. She goes, yes, I did. I go, send it to me. You took a picture of your food? Gina, you know, women always take pictures of their food. No, no, they don't. 
So she sends it to me. Look pretty big. I go, this <laughs> is terrible photographic evidence. You're a disaster. <laughs> How many times have you written to a restaurant? Jerry, it's so easy now. The contact page on website. You know what they don't want to hear? They don't want to hear from annoyed customers constantly. I was who so, do it repeatedly. No, no, I did. I was like, I WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.